This is chapter 12. We're going to start with verse number 1. Heavenly Father, I have a great task before me as I even start to read this book. Because I find myself in the shoes of Abraham and it's not because I mistreated my husband no he's gone but it's because of the great impact of the chapter Help me, Lord, to allow us to see what you intended and help us to understand the concepts as we go through this reading. Amen. And the chapter starts by saying to Abram, Leave your own country behind you and your own people and go to the land I will guide you to. If you do, I will cause you to become the father of a great nation. I will bless you and make your name famous and I will make you bless many others. I will bless those you bless and curse those who curse you. And the entire world will be blessed because of you. But we know that Abram did not do everything that the Lord wanted him to do. Even though God was with Abram, he said, I will guide you, leave your country, Go to the land I'm guiding you to, and I will cause you to become. I will bless you. You will be a blessing to many others. I will bless those who bless you. And he said, and the entire world will be blessed because of you. So Abraham went. But Abram did not rely on God. Abram relied on Abram. On Abram's emotions, his feelings, his judgment. And that his wife all twisted up, even though he got rich because of it. Because the king let him go. all the plagues and everything he let him go he allowed him to keep all the things that he'd given him for his wife whom he had fallen in love with but was Abraham Abram following the will of God 
Was he following the will of God? And I say no, he was not following the will of God. He was going the way that God sent him, but he was not trusting God. He was trusting in himself because of fear. And how does that pertain to us? Well, because we can pray all day and all night, and we know that God has sent us to do something. He's calling us to do something. And I'm listening to myself as I say this. He says, go, go, go where I send you. Go there and do what I tell you to do. We go to places that God sends us to, knowing that he sent us there. But when he sends us, are we doing what he said? No, because of fear of being hurt, a fear of being laughed at, a fear of, out of fear of being mistreated, or fear of being less than or not appreciated, a fear of not knowing enough, a fear of being overpowered, a fear of being ridiculed, a fear of rejection, a fear of people who are stronger than we are, and force is so much stronger than we are. And that's not just on missions, that's just everyday life. So we pray, Lord, do help me to lean on you. Be my strength, because I joy in you, and I know that when I joy in you, I am strengthened. Are we giving everything over to God? Every situation, any and everything, are we turning it over to God and his mighty hands and his omnipotence? I know that's an overworked word. Omnipresence, omniscience, omnitemporal God. All seeing, all knowing, all doing. And we still don't trust Him. We pray every day as give us more grace and give us peace and more understanding, more wisdom, and all these things, guide me, lead me, walk with me, center me, help me to concentrate on you, I lift up my hands, I turn it all over to you, turn it over to you, Jesus, build a fence all around me, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. The Lord is my shepherd. All of those things we say, and we mean it when we say it. But when it all boils down to the wire, and we are in the situation, do we really believe what we're saying? 
We're faced with demonic forces. Do we believe what we're saying? Do you trust God all the way or do you pull out a weapon? Do you face adversity with strength and knowledge and stand your ground knowing that God is there to help you to speak boldly and to act boldly and to be victorious no matter who it is? Just look him in the face and say, God is my father. I am his child. I am an inheritance of God in heaven through Jesus Christ, my Savior. Just look him in the face and say that. No matter what you say, no matter what you think, where you've been, what you've done, you're no different from me. You have read some more books. I got in mind through revelation and study and spirituality through the Holy Spirit, through life experiences, through reading and studying. We didn't study the same thing, but some of the same things we do know. So my testimony is not going to be your testimony. My life will not be like yours. But I can tell you this. Every child of God, every Christian has had a journey. Every Christian has had some storms. Every Christian has been in situations and they have been in trials and in fires. They didn't know whether they would have come out or not. Every Christian has been tempted Hallelujah. Let's thank God that we didn't always yield. If we yielded, we said, Lord, have mercy, forgive me. I am a sinner saved by your grace. And so here we are looking at Abraham saying, I'm afraid. And we've been there. We've been there too. We've been there, right there. Maybe not as openly or as blatantly as Abraham. Abraham, we call him Abraham now. Not as openly as he was. But he was actually trying. He thought he was protecting his wife. She was so beautiful, he thought that someone would take him. And I heard my own father say this about my mother. He said, you're so beautiful, you can't go with me certain places when I was a little girl because those men there will take you from me. This is before he started to preach. The men there will take me, you from me. And she would cry. But uh, he, he may have been right because... I remember when I was about 27, 28, maybe between 27 and 30, a man from our hometown that my father was talking about actually walked up to one of us and he showed us a picture of my mother. She was a young woman. He said, I wanted your mother. And he pulled out a photograph of my mother and wouldn't let us have it. I've carried this photo in my wallet 
He said, my entire life. Because I wanted your mom. And there she was. Looking like Queen Elizabeth sitting on the throne. Long, shiny black hair down to her hips. <laughs> sitting there looking as demure and pure as any rose you've ever seen. And uh, he wanted my mother, and my father was right. So men uh, will take your wives, and they, they have a some of them hold it in their hearts and so Abraham might have been right because men did take women and my father said even after years after that time but anyway uh, what does it teach us it teaches us that we all have the same emotions we have fears and we have uh, I guess weaknesses and a lack of trust and a lack of faith but God wants us to trust him God wants us to believe in him and if you go through the fire if you go through wars if you go through battles no matter what you're in he's in it with you he said I will bless what you bless I will curse what you curse and I'll make a name for you. You'll be a blessing to many others. He didn't just say that to him. He meant that for us as well. Because he was to populate the earth. But the Lord knows in his fathering so many nations all kinds of cultures emerged. And some of them blessed God and some of them resist God. But God said he would bless those of us who bless. And if we should curse something, it would be cursed. I prefer not to curse anything. I prefer to bless everything. Well, I am of the same opinion that Reverend Jeremiah Wright was. I'm not saying that I believe everything that Reverend Wright believed. But he said there were some times when you have to damn some things or curse some things, things that are not the way they should be. And so it's not a sin to curse things because God said, if you curse it, I'll curse it. But I, I, I'd rather use the word less. And I pray for my enemies because, you know, the Bible also says that and this is mine. But he did give us that power. Gave us that power to bless and curse. And in some other part of the Bible, you'll hear that blessing and cursing can't come from the same mouth. That is not true. Blessing and cursing can come from the same 
holy mouth. Godly mouth. So, Father, I pray that someone has heard what I said and understood what I said. And I pray that no one's offended by what I said. There are some times, however, when things happen that we don't understand. And so we say some things and do some things that we wouldn't ordinarily do. But we trust that you are always with us and you did say what you would do for us. Be a blessing and make us a blessing. But you also said you could say certain things. In Jesus' name, I pray and let those who agree say amen.